And joining us now to preview Super Bowl 54 down in Miami is we have the leading men from Full Press Chiefs and Full Press 49ers. So I, don't, I can't think of a better way to preview the Super Bowl, getting the insight from two people that know their fan bases very well and their teams very well. Let's start with welcoming in the lead man over at Full Press Chiefs, Braden Holacek. Braden, welcome back. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Absolutely happy to have you. And joined also by the lead man at Full Press 49ers, Ryan Adver-Dorada. Ryan, I think we just talked like two weeks ago. How are you doing? Yeah, it's uh, it's nice to be back on. Thanks thanks for uh, having us on today. Absolutely happy to have you. So we're going to, like I said on the show last week, we're going to dive in every nook and cranny for the Super Bowl. Uh, so, Brayden, I'll start with you. Then, Ryan, you lead, uh, you follow. What is the What catches your eye the most about this matchup? When you found out it was Chiefs 49ers, what stood out to you the most? Probably the uh, Chiefs' offense going up against the Niners' defense. I think the Niners' D. What uh, what makes them so scary is they just have dudes everywhere at all three levels. Uh, the speed, uh, they don't allow a lot of big plays, so that's going to be really interesting to watch going up against an offense uh, like Kansas City. So that was kind of uh, something I think that's been talked about a lot with the Chiefs' uh, fan base so far. Ryan, what are you thinking here? Honestly, I mean, yeah, at first glance, that's probably the biggest the biggest thing that everyone looks at. Um, for me, it kind of came down though, to the other side of, of the coin for both teams. It's how are the, the 49ers offense going to be able to do things uh, and see what their game plan is against a Chiefs defense and see what they do to try to keep the ball probably away from Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs offense. Yeah, I think that's what I want to get into with Ryan the most is because I think we look at this game and the Niners defense – you could say is arguably the best defense to play the Chiefs this year. I mean, you could make the case for Baltimore early in the year, but that was really early in the season. Tennessee had a good defense going in and, and at least held them down for a quarter and a half. There hasn't really been anyone really outside of Belichick that has shut down Mahomes for more than a half, three quarters, if you will. So what's the key for the Niners in your mind to not, I wouldn't even say stop Patrick Holmes because you can't stop him. I view him like a machine sometimes. What can you do to contain him? Yeah, I mean, you kind of hit that on the on the head there where, you know, the goal isn't necessarily to stop him, but just really to limit, um, and Brady mentioned it, the big plays. And that's something that the 49ers do very well. It's They don't do a lot of things um, exotic with schemes or anything like that. They play their defense and they just, you know, make the fundamental plays. And with that, you force teams to, have to go on long drives, eight, nine, ten plus play drives, which opens up the possibility for mistakes on the offense, whether that's a penalty or a turnover. So realistically, when it comes down to it, it's just, you know, finding a way to prevent the big play over the top, obviously, um, securing those tackles. But it's going to come down to how that pass rush can do against the Chiefs offensive line, which is a very good Chiefs offensive line. Um, so that's really what I think is going to come down to is if that defensive line can just rush for and and maybe not necessarily bringing in or bringing down Mahomes um, all the time, but just forcing him from his spot and kind of breaking up that timing, then, you know, that that right there is, is going to be the key to slowing down that Chiefs offense. And turning it to you, Brandon, you look at the Chiefs, and you and I talked a few weeks ago. It was about how we want to see them get a running game going. And I think they definitely need that in this game with either Williams, maybe we see it LaShawn McCoy siding somewhere. But – is it maybe a positive for the Chiefs that, you know what, we're going to make the Niners pass rush try to come downhill 50, 55 times and wait for them to get tired out? Yeah, I think I think that actually uh, reminds me of when they met in the regular season last year. The Chiefs kind of threw everything at them with the passing game. Um, you know, it, it was 
a lot of short dink and dunk throws. And then when they took chances, uh, it was kind of interesting to see how Mahomes extended the plays. So we, I think um, we might see some similar stuff this Sunday. Um, the running game, uh, back when they played last year, they had Kareem Hunt. So, yeah, it's definitely different. I think um, Damian Williams has proven himself, though, in the playoffs. So um, I think he's a very determined back right now. Yeah, I would say Williams has had definitely a much better playoffs close to the way the bulk of the season, but obviously he battled some injuries. Uh, Ryan, before I, I get to Brain again about the Niners run game, I know Brain mentioned 2018. Do you take away anything from that game that carries over into this one? I think really the only thing that carries over is, is just kind of seeing how the scheme worked and didn't work. Um, obviously, you have the same defensive coordinator in Robert Sala, and obviously Andy Reid is still there. And for the most part, minus Kareem Hunt, the Chiefs offense is pretty much, um, you know, an exact replica of last season's. So, I mean, there's some familiarity with the schemes, but the biggest difference is you have, I want to say it's about half dozen different starters um, on this defense for the 49ers now. And there's just a lot more speed. So when it comes down to really looking at last year's game, it's a matter of just seeing where uh, the scheme broke down and, and what happened when those breakdowns. Um, but as far as, you know, looking at the results of that game, that that's kind of a, um, you know, there's a lot of people looking at that game with maybe a little bit too much focus and not looking enough at, at kind of the, the small details that really mattered when it came, uh, came to 2018. Fair enough. So, Braden, I'll throw this to you then with the Niners' ability to basically throw either one of us in the backfield and run for 100 yards. How how do the Chiefs shut down the Niners' rush offense, which the Chiefs did very well in the AFC Championship, holding Derrick Henry to 69 yards and a touchdown? Yeah, I think um, kind of looking back at the AFC Championship game, there were some plays where uh, Tennessee would motion to one side, and then they'd run the other way, thinking uh, they had Kansas City off guard. So I think it's just going to be... Um, Seeing if San Francisco tries to run those misdirection plays with uh, fullback Kyle Hughescheck blocking out in front, uh, stopping the run. The biggest thing I think is just you're going to have to um, you're going to have to force the the Niners kind of to run laterally if you can. Um, you know they're they're running off, and so it feels like they gain uh, eight yards every play. So just kind of kind of forcing them to you know not run in a straight line forward as much as you can uh, in the front seven. I think that's going to be big. So, Ryan, I'll throw this back to you then with that strategy here. And I think Chris Jones coming back in that AFC Championship was huge for the Chiefs as well. How do the Niners somewhat get this run game going? Or are we going to see Jimmy Garoppolo throw at least 20 passes in this game? Well, I think you'll see both, actually. I think you'll see the run game working. Um, but I do think that they're going to have a lot more of a balanced attack. Um, you know, barring you have a repeat of basically what happened against Green Bay. Um, but that aside, I mean, the biggest key for the, the run offense is – is going to be, like you mentioned it, you know, kind of finding a way to really just kind of hinder and prevent Chris Jones from, from having a big game. If he has a big game, you know, multiple tackles for loss and maybe a sack or two, if, if he's having that type of a game, then the offense is probably struggling. And that's just because, you know, he has that ability inside um, with the athleticism and just the size and power that he can kind of, you know, he can cause a lot of problems. So if that interior of the offensive line, and I mean, for the most part, this pre um, this postseason, they've done a, a tremendous job. If they can keep that going, um, then it's going to be very, very difficult to stop. Um, as far as the offensive line in general, you know, there's no one that really stands out as far as, you know, there's this guy is the best at his position, um, but they're just so good at, at playing their game. And, 
and whether you know they go ahead and do the misdirection, which I guarantee you they will at times. But you know that that run game is just so multifaceted, and like you said, you can kind of throw anyone back there, and they have a a, a trio of really good backs. So if they can slow down, uh, you know, the inside of and with Chris Jones, then I think it's going to be a very long day for for the the Kansas City defense. So let's play a little would you rather because a lot of great matchups in this game, both player-wise and coaching-wise. I want to get in a couple of them. So, Ryan, I'll start with you for this one. Arguably, you got the two best tight ends playing each other in this game in the NFL and Travis Kelsey and George Kittle. So who do you got, Kelsey or Kittle? I go with Kittle just because I have him being able to, you know, run block is as good as just about any individual player uh, in the National Football League, whether they're an offensive lineman or not. Um, that's probably why I go. I mean, Kittle definitely has a slight edge as far as the passing game is concerned, but I think it's close enough there where Kittle just kind of takes over when it comes to the ground game. I'd love to see Kittle get more involved in the passing game, only for the sake of, like, I have him on my NFL playoff challenge team, and those and those multipliers aren't helping me when you score more only one point in these games. So I, I want to see Kittle catch some passes. That that would be nice, too. Uh, Braden, your thoughts, Kelsey or Kittle, and why? Yeah, I'd actually go with Kittle just because, I mean, Ryan mentioned the uh, run blocking, but I think as a pass uh, pass catcher, he's so diverse in his, in his route running. Sometimes you don't really know, uh, you know, how to defend him. Is he going to keep going, you know, up the field on a deep route, or is he going to come across either way once he gets a ball in his hands? Um, he's, he's very difficult to bring down. I think uh, there's times where, where Kelsey's a little bit easier to defend uh, when he just sits in one spot. So I actually go with Kittle in this situation. So, Brain, we'll throw it for this next one to you. You can start off, then Ryan Fowl. Better co- coach you're more confident in during this game, Andy Reid or Kyle Shanahan? Um, I think I got to go with Reid just because he hasn't been to the Super Bowl in so long. So I think, you know, just given also his record coming off the bye, uh, 23 and 8, I believe. Um, or sorry, 23 and five all time. So um, I think he's just going to have a lot that, um, you know, he's just going to be determined, I think, to finally get this one for himself. And um, I, I just think he's he's been a little bit better this year um, in big situations than maybe some past years with the Chiefs. Ryan, are you going with Shanahan here? Or are you agreeing with him with uh, Braden on Reed? Honestly, I mean, I could go either way, to be honest. Um, and I guess it, I, I look at it this way. I'd probably go with Shanahan. Uh, and the simple reason is just because if I were to have the Chiefs like personnel on offense, I would probably rather watch a Shanahan offense than an Andy Reid offense. Not to say that Andy Reid doesn't call a good game, which he absolutely does. It's just the way that Shanahan seems to be able to scheme and get guys open, you know, just through the routes they're running and, and the way that they're moving protections and just the overall offense. I would probably just want to see that. Um, as far as confidence are concerned, I mean, I don't think you could bet against either one of these two coaches right now. No, I, I think both coaches are definitely in a good place. I think we've seen Kyle Shanahan stick to what's working, unlike the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. He actually kept running the ball in the NFC Championships. I think he's kind of somewhat got the monkey off the back in a way. And Andy Reid, I think, got a little bit off his back, too, getting back to a Super Bowl. I think he's going to coach with a little more loose in this game, and that might be a good thing to see as well. Uh, so, Brain, I'll start with you, then I'll go to Ryan again here for uh, third matchup. You going with the Chiefs O line or the 49ers D line? I would go with the 49ers D line um, just because 
kind of watching some video earlier this week. Um, the way they blitz, they just kind of put the offensive lineman in such um, uncomfortable position running backwards and, you know, kind of tricking them up front. So I'd actually go uh, with the 49ers D-line. Again, the Chiefs offensive line, um, you know, they've surprised me at times this year, but I just think um, in this situation i got to go San Francisco. Ryan, what do you think? I mean, one-on-one, man-for-man, I mean, i definitely go with the 49ers defensive line. Um, I mean, obviously the big thing is even if that defensive line is pretty dominant, if, if you know, Patrick Mahomes can extend plays or get the ball out quick enough, it won't really matter. Um, but definitely if I had to kind of say who would probably win that matchup, then just because of the sheer talent and versatility of that 49ers defensive line, um, yeah, it's just it's, it's kind of an overwhelming force that they have going right now. So we all know the Super Bowl. We all have our fair share of X factors. There's always that unknown player that comes out of nowhere, makes a big play, makes a case for Super Bowl MVP. It, every game seems to have that. So, Ryan, I'll start with you. Who is your X factor in this game? So I'm cheating a bit because I've probably doubled up on him now, and I just uh, just wrote an article about him today, um, and that's the center, Ben, ben Garland. Um, you know, he has some experience – in the Super Bowl, I actually forgot that he was on that uh, Falcons team that, that lost to the Patriots. So he has that experience. You know, he's been in the, in the system, um, in the program, if you want to call it that, with the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan. But he's a guy who came in, I believe it was like week 12 in New Orleans, came in late in the game because the starting center, Weston Richburg, had you know basically um, hurt his knee. So he's been starting ever since, and he's just had such a strong um, finish to the season and then in the postseason that if he can win his battles um, on Sunday, especially against Chris Jones, then, you know, it's one of those, if he's winning the battles, then I'm putting my money on that offense, just doing a lot and scoring a lot of points. Brandon, who's your X factor for the Chiefs in this game? I'm going to go with uh, linebacker Anthony Hitchens just because of uh, the threat with the San Francisco running game. Um, he's He's been a lot more uh, sure tackler this year, kind of like what we saw with the Dallas Cowboys before he came to Kansas City. And um, he's a little bit um, uh, sometimes, you know, on the weaker side of things in the passing game. But if you're thinking of someone who could make an unexpected play, maybe he'll come up with a big one um, in the passing game when the uh, 49ers are trying to throw an intermediate route. So we'll see. But um, I think he's going to be important in this one. Both good choices. I think we would both have really shocking Super Bowl MVPs if a center or a linebacker won it, but we've seen linebackers win before. You never know. I'm going to give my X factors for both teams, and I'll have each of you chime in on, on what you think their roles might be. So, Brayden, I'll start with you. For the Chiefs, I, I think it's Nicole Hartman because you look at Tyreek Hill. I'm wondering what the Niners will do to stop him. That's why I'll get to Ryan for in a little bit. But I think with Hartman's role in special teams, he changed the Texans game with that big, long return. He's had some big plays in the kick return game. Who's that number two target going to be behind Hill and behind Kelsey? Maybe number three target, if you will. If Hartman has a Devin Hester-like moment in the Super Bowl or something like that, and maybe not even returning, but change field position in this game, he's a guy that if, let's say, the Chiefs get down 10 points again, he can flip the script in a heartbeat. I, I really like Hartman in this game. Yeah, that's a good choice. I mean, he's gotten a little bit more um, uh, chances offensively late in the season. Um, you know, playoffs, it's been still so-so, but there was a couple big catches that he had uh, week 17, and there's a, always a chance that he could get a, a, you know, a touch pass going his way or a reverse. So 
that speed factor uh, could definitely be a big thing in this game. And Ryan, I, I think for the Niners side, to me, it's the guy who talks a lot and likes to likes to feel like he's not respected when he really is. I'm going Richard Sherman because I need to know from you because I'm I'm still torn on my pick. So I need to know from you. How do the Niners pass, how does the Niners pass defense stop or contain Mahomes? And where do we see Richard Sherman line up in this game? Well, first things first, I mean, just looking at the pick, I mean, I definitely would agree with you that he is probably a, a major factor, if not the X factor, especially on defense. Um, and Richard Sherman, honestly, since he's come into the league, has always had that chip on his shoulder. Um, you know, he's always felt that he was disrespected. Part of it is because of the fact that he was drafted so late. And the other part of it is because he's viewed as just a cover three, you know, zone um, cornerback, mm-hmm. um, which is, which is really interesting because I mean, he plays a lot of man coverage. Um, you know, it, this isn't a Tampa two type of um, you know, defense where the cornerback just sits in the flat. You know, he plays over the top. He'll, he'll play with those, uh, with those receivers. But I think when it comes down to, you know, how the defense is going to cover everyone. And this kind of goes back to what we talked about with 2018, the scheme with, with Tyreek Hill was that you had someone like um, Jimmy Ward covering him. It really just depends where players are for the Chiefs. Who's in the slot? Um, because the 49ers have one of the best slot cornerbacks in the entire league with Kwan Williams. And then who's on the outside? Um, obviously, with, with how the 49ers run their, their defenses, I don't expect either Emmanuel Mosley or Richard Sherman to move from you know, playing the outside. I think they're very comfortable with who they have there. I do think when it comes down to them, you know, really defending the pass, it's going to come down to, um, you know, the safety tart is going to come down more than likely with either Greenlaw or um, Quan Alexander to cover Travis Kelsey. Uh, and then the rest of it is just going to, you know, have hopefully that, that safety up top with Jimmy Ward and everyone just kind of plays a little matchup zone and, and pass it off as it goes. So looking at this game, I'm sure you guys are all looking forward to it. I want to get a prediction. So, Ryan, I'll start with you. Who do you like to win and why? And who is your Super Bowl MVP? Um, Obviously, I'm I'm going to go with the 49ers. The beginning of the season, I doubted the team very much. Um, I just kind of felt that maybe they were riding high with, and especially when they got the injuries. Once they started getting those injuries and they kind of pushed through, um, then I just kind of became a believer of the team. And their ability to just kind of find ways to win. Um, that's really why I'm gonna I'm gonna go with them. They just seem to just expect to win, and that's a really big thing. Um, what he's I, I think it's gonna be a, a fairly close game. Um, I do think that the Chiefs are gonna have a slow opening like they've had throughout this whole season. Um, the difference is that I, I just don't think that the 49ers are gonna be giving up that lead once they get it and so i look at it as probably like a 37 33 type of game somewhere around there um with with the mvp um i think jimmy garoppolo probably throws for about 250 to 300 yards with a with a two or three touchdowns uh, maybe an interception but i think he plays well enough that he keeps the offense on the field and he keeps them moving and i mean the nfl loves the quarterback so they're gonna probably go with whichever quarterback is the winning quarterback I would I'm telling you from from a Patriot fan like myself of Jimmy Garoppolo won MVP of a Super Bowl would be crazy in of itself. But uh, uh, good to see him at least on the stage, and we'll see what he can do. I, I if he does throw for 300 yards and a couple of touchdowns, he definitely makes a good case. Uh, Brain, what about you? Who do you like? Why? And who's your MVP? I'm gonna guess it's some quarterback wearing number 15, but I could be wrong. 
Um, yeah, I think you're probably right. I, I actually think this could be more of a little bit lower scoring game than what some are expecting. I think this is going to be uh, two teams that are going to have a lot of long sustained drives, um, maybe surprise us with with uh, how much they, they run the ball or pass the ball, depending on what team they are. Um, I just think the defenses aren't going to, to give up much in this game. I really think both defenses are going to surprise uh, some people, especially uh, with the Chiefs side of things compared to, you know, how good the 49ers are. So um, I'm going to go 27-23 Chiefs, and I think um, Mahomes with a late touchdown uh, will make a case for MVP. So before I let you both go, I want to give both of you an opportunity to promote your websites, what you guys are doing, any great articles you got going up before the Super Bowl that you want to promote. So, Braden, I'll start with you. What's going on at Full Press Chiefs? What are you guys talking about? What's the big articles we should look out for and how they can follow you and the site on Twitter? Yeah, you guys can follow me uh, on Twitter at ebearcat9, all one word lowercase, and uh, Full Press Chiefs on Twitter is at FPC underscore Chiefs. Um, the latest article that I had uh, come out today was kind of looking at Mahomes and uh, you know, the knock on him is that he has great weapons. I kind of looked into how the chiefs uh, coaching and gambles has kind of maybe made that narrative a little bit lazy. So that came out earlier today. Um, I'm kind of looking into uh, tomorrow, adding both um, some three, three matchups that I'm looking to watch for both sides of the ball and the super bowl. And then of course uh, the super bowl preview on Friday. So that's kind of all that's uh, going on there for articles. And then, uh, the FPC Chiefs podcast should have one final episode to uh, give my final thoughts going into Friday. So, yeah, you guys can follow me there. Ryan, same for you. What do you guys go- got going on over at Full Press 49ers? How the listeners can follow you and what what should we look out for on the site this week? Yeah, so um, definitely you can follow us. Um, our Twitter is at FPC underscore 49ers um, or my personal account is at Ryan Adverterata, one word. Um, and you'll be able to find me if you just go ahead and follow the 49ers uh, FPC account. So don't worry about trying to spell that. But um, on the site itself, um, today we actually just uh, released the, the three matchups, three offensive matchups for the 49ers that, that we're really paying attention to. Tomorrow we're doing the defensive side. Um, and then Friday we're going to have um, the full preview with, with uh, you know, the, the score predictions and see how that goes. And, and really just you know, following us online. Uh, whether it's visiting the site at you know, fullpresscoverage.com or, or following any of our, our Twitter accounts, uh, just a lot of stuff that we're, you know, we're putting out there. And, and uh, it's, it's going to be fun, and it's, it's going to be an interesting Sunday, to say the least. Go check out both those sites, the leading place to go for all your Super Bowl information on the Chiefs side and the 49ers side. I expect some good Twitter back and forth during the game between both these Twitter sites. So if you're on Twitter during the Super Bowl while you're eating your chips or drinking your beverages or watching the commercials, Get to Twitter. I'm sure they might have a little bit of fun. Uh, Braden, Ryan, thanks again for hopping on and previewing this game. Let's enjoy the game on Sunday, both of you. Best of luck to both your teams, and uh, thanks for coming on. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks Thank for you. having me, and uh, yeah, I hope to uh, talk to you guys soon. Yeah, definitely. Th- thanks very much. Um, just to be honest with you, Twitter might be a little quiet. I don't. <laughs> I have not been tweeting during these games. I've been sitting Uh-oh. quietly and, and just wearing my little 49ers poncho, so We'll see. We might have some tweets coming. (laughs) That sounds like a plan. Thanks again, guys. Thank you very much, man.